Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is May the 7th, 2019. Strong hand, offended by selling. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Unconfiscatable. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. That means there are no excuses when you keep your Bitcoin on an exchange that gets hacked. Control your own private key, dudes. No fancy sets or graphics. Authentic conviction right here. Okay, everyone, check out all the links below. Follow me on Twitter, TechBalt. We got a lot to talk about. This is going to be question and answers during this show too. Just type in Bitcoin Meister in the chat. I will see your question. I will answer it. Uh, also, before the show, I was talking to a, a friend in LA. And yes, so start, starting Saturday night, I'll be in LA. And now people from LA are contacting me. So I'll be at some event at some point. I'm there until July 1st. We'll work it out, people. I'll see everyone there. It will be fun. I'll be staying again uh, off of La Brea, south of West Hollywood, in the Orthodox uh, Jewish area around there. Not West Hollywood, but the Orthodox Jewish area, which is obviously different than West Hollywood, for those of you who are familiar. And West Hollywood's great, It's uh, but it's not Orthodox. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, people. Pound that like button. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> Let's do uh, Binance. All right. So that's the big story. That is the big story. And that, that story just broke, um, what, two hours ago now. There was a hack at Binance, the exchange. And they lost, uh, what do we got here? 7,000 7, Bitcoin. And this is a, it's a minor hack compared to what it could have been. Uh, it And immediately, once word started spreading on social media, that Bitcoin price in terms of fiat started going down. And I'm just thinking, I, I just got the biggest smile on my face at that point. I'm like, ah, that, you know, the, these speculators out there, they're trying to, to get the weak hands to sell. And some weak hands are selling. They, they think, oh, this is a terrible thing. I've been through this many times, <laughs> okay? In exchange get ha gets hacked, it's not Bitcoin being hacked. Doesn't mean anything. Now, sure, Binance is one of the biggest exchanges in the world, but guess what? If you've been watching this show for a long time, you've learned. It doesn't, ha it doesn't matter how great the third-party freaking exchange is. Not your keys, not your coins. They're all going to get hacked. There have been big hacks before. It was a small hack today. There'll be bigger hacks in the future. Get used to it. That's the price of doing business with these exchanges. These exchanges are not storage devices. This is how you learn that. Now, Binance is going to bail. They're bailing everyone out. They're bailing themselves out. They have a fund. And so all the Bitcoin that was stolen, you're not even going to notice it if you happen to be keeping Bitcoin there. So um, uh, there's a link below to a tweet by Eddie Hagen that says, TechBot, well, you said it would eventually happen. Binance got hit hard for 6,000 Bitcoin. And, uh, okay, Binance hacked, 7,000 Bitcoin gone, but Binance will cover the loss. Funds are uh, SAFU. I got <laughs> Hackers were able to obtain a large number of user API keys, 2FA codes, and potentially other info. So um, what we're still learning more, maybe they did steal some personal info. Binance is on the ball with this, okay? Um, they're being 
transparent as they can be. Uh, they have a, this is all linked to below. You can see what they said. Most importantly, deposits and withdrawals uh, will need to remain suspended during this period of time. We beg for your understanding in this difficult situation. So all you addicts out there that, that need to get your Bitcoin on there to trade, sorry, you're not going to be able to do that unless you foolishly were keeping your coins on there. I guess you'll still be able to trade, but you're not going to be able to get your money off of there for a while. <laughs> I don't know why you trade, dude. Uh, and again, if you do trade, it's not a storage device. This is just a, one of those reminders. So uh, when the story broke, of course, the prices of everything went down. But this time, uh, it's back to the 5,800 uh, uh, range again for you fiat freaks. So it was just a minor blip. I, 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 People did not panic as much as they have in the past. Every time we go through one of these things, there is a minor panic, but it's not as big as the last one uh, mo most of the time at least. So, hey, you 80%ers, uh, you were calm. And the people who try to uh, freak everyone out, they didn't get to freak everyone out. I will say something that made sense. The Binance coin was down in percentage terms worse than all the other uh, coins out there. And that makes sense actually, because the coin, the token is supposed to represent Binance being a good company. And well, they got hacked. <laughs> now, again, some people are saying it's an inside job. Um, I say, who cares? You know, because <laughs> one way or the other, you shouldn't be keeping your, your, your money there. It's a third party. You're trusting them either not to get hacked or not to steal from you. You're trusting them. That's not what this is about. This is about controlling your own private key. So this is a, a reminder of all that. And sure, people, uh, there'll be a lot of people confusing it, saying that the Bitcoin was hacked. Uh, your confused friends out there asking you if you lost any of your Bitcoin because I heard it was hacked. Get used to it. Uh, eventually, the world will understand the difference between exchange hacks and, and, and that Bitcoin does not get hacked. Okay. Uh, it's unconfiscatable. Uh, so again, it, it, it's. I'm sure some people are disturbed that the biggest, the, the most reliable exchange. I, I don't know what you would call it. Um, one of the most reliable exchanges got hacked. Oh, woe is me! It <laughs> Coinbase will get hacked one day. Okay, this is. I mean, this was such a tremendous target. Everybody, every hacker worth his uh, weight was aiming for this thing. Okay. So pound that like button. I know most of my listeners are just smiling because uh, they they enjoyed the dip and they have their Bitcoin and well, no one no one is really no one lost any money. Only Binance lost money because of this, and they wisely have some fund that that that's a backup fund, uh, whatever that stands for. Wait, I, I said what it standed for. Uh, what it stood for. What am I saying? Oh God. Uh, anyway, uh, there, there are some questions here, so let's let's get to them real quick. Uh, RA803G says, as these hacks or fractional reserves are exposed, by the way, uh, Barry in New Zealand got me this. Barefoot Barry, thank you for the great shirt. You can get shirts uh, below, by the way. Uh, as these hacks or fractional reserves are exposed, and the community continues to successfully bail out troubled exchanges with tokens, we prove a fractional reserve system can function. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, all you silly people out there that buy Binance coin, I mean, you're allowing this uh, You're allowing this to happen. They, they partially uh, derive their backup fund from all you people buying the token they printed out of thin air. 
All right, yeah. So yeah, and the fractional reserve system that Binance is running, it, yeah, it, it can work. It 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 definitely can work. I I definitely think. Uh, well, who knows? Who who knows if they're doing? If they uh, if they say they have more coin than they really have, one would assume they're all they all lie and they all have more coins than they they really have. So you you allow it to happen though, because to buy their tokens, it just is like a. All right, so thank you. Uh, uh, it says without the lender of last resort. What will the Fed's excuse for uh, existence be then? The, the Fed, uh, they, they're the uh, they print the welfare dollar to just uh, keep on keep keep the money uh, flowing to the uh, welfare recipients of America, half of America, whatever it is. So that that's that's what the Fed will uh, that's their purpose. All right, Rome, because no, uh, as long as people got their bread in circuses and their big screen TVs and their uh, Obama phones or whatever. Uh, they don't. They don't notice inflation. It's the twenty percenters who notice the inflation and who get into Bitcoin to uh, not have to worry about the inflation of of the uh, welfare dollar. Roman K Q says, "Bitcoin Meister, can you have J W Trace and Giacomo on the same episode of This Week in Bitcoin? It would be the most opinionated episode ever created." Well, uh, Trace is. Uh, Trace is harder to get than, than the other two guys. That 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 that's a little inside information right there. Uh, and I, you know, Trace, I like to have him on alone. It's it's pretty fun. That that last one we had just the two of us was hilarious. Um, he he did. He's come on before with other people, and he got in a big argument with Lorian Gamaroff. So that was uh that was memorable. That was about a year ago. Check out TechBalt.com for for the archives to see that show. Uh, you know, G Giacomo's good. Uh, I think if, uh, some good combos, if you want arguments and I don't, I don't want arguments, but if we had Andy Hoffman, Tone Vase, and who else did I, 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 I suggest there? I forgot. Who was my third guy? I actually typed it in here. Yeah. Andy Hoffman, Lorian, Gamaroff, and Tone Vase would be pretty good because Lorian would be talking about SV or, uh, George, the, the dash guy, if he was on with Tone and Andy Hoffman, that would, that would get pretty wild also. <laughs> I it could it really could get bad with some of those combos that, that I just put out there. And obviously, I haven't had tone on the show for uh, over a year, a, a very long time. But the, for, you guys can check out the archives for some. Uh, one of the best shows ever was uh, well, that was when it was Vinny came on and uh, BTC Benny and Tone and uh, we had six guys on and uh, that that was <laughs> that was a classic uh, March seventeenth, twenty seventeen show when uh, everyone was worried about the potential fork before we knew what B cash was going to be. Oh, there was a lot of people were scared that day because Vinny Lingham was like predicting the end of the world. And it's, it's a classic. Check it out. March 17th, 2017. And it was uh, Ansel was on Vortex was on. That was good. That, that, that wasn't about arguments. That was just about like shocking information and some uh, fun, fun, smart guys were on. But uh, yeah, I, I know what you're, you're, you're trying to set up a good, uh, opinionated this week in Bitcoin. I don't like when people get in the, the arguments. I, I like it when I like to have guys that you never heard of. I like debuting people. I, I had Murad on before anybody really knew who he was. Uh, Colonel Swan Jr. sent 10 bucks. Bitcoin, no third party required. Oh man, that should be the slogan right there, dude. Pound that like button. Thank you for the $10. And yeah, everyone's got to remember that. I, I think a lot of people think a third party is required. Yeah, I guess I got to store my coin at a Coinbase. Of course. No, I can't. Never heard of what a Trezor or a Ledger or a digital bitbox or uh, what's the other one called? 
the one dime. Isn't the one dime? Doesn't that go with the, the bit bit piggy? Hey, look up bit piggies. I still haven't I still haven't set my bit piggy up yet. This this was sent to me by uh, Jim. The bit the bit piggy. I think I got the fifteenth one ever or something. It says what's this say? Bitpromo.net on the bottom. What's that about? No. Oh, no no no. That's something different. That's the company that produced the uh, pig. Anyway, this is like a Pink Floyd. Uh, it's all of a sudden become a Pink Floyd uh, music video here. I think. Um, is there an open dime? Do I have an open dime in here? Yeah. Anyway, all right, all right. Enough, enough playing around with that, uh, with that stuff. That's a little, uh, look up bit piggies. Uh, one, two, three, no scopes at big Bitcoin Meister. What do you think we'll see more coverage in the year 2023? Oh, this is great. The 2024 Bitcoin halving or the 2024 presidential election? Well, one, two, three, no scope. I am going to actually talk about the year 2024 right now because of, well, not because of you, but I was planning to. But uh, the 2024 election will get more coverage than the Bitcoin having because by then the 80 percenters will be even more addicted to politics as a soap opera. It will be much worse for them. It will be much worse than now. It will, it, it will, so many people will, that they will live their lives vicariously through politicians rotting away at their houses, receiving welfare. Now, on the other hand, the big, the people in the Bitcoin at that point will be living a life of independence uh, oh my God, it'll be such a, a better time, uh, especially compared to the 80 percenters hooked on uh, whoever will be running for president by that point, uh, Nikki Haley or whoever they'll be uh, yelping about. I mean, we, we can't even predict uh, who, who will be running for president by then. It, it might be some intersectional, uh, what it'll be, a, 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 I, don't even, I can't even say what type of person it'll be. It, it, but that, it's uh, X X Y chromosome person, uh, or X X X Y Y Y chromosome person who was a city councilman in a one city in a one person town or something will be the favorite. I, I don't. Anyway, so <laughs> no, the 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 presidential election will be get much more coverage, but the the smart people the will will know much will won't even care, and they will be following the having. They will have prepared themselves uh, for the having. Now, what was I going to say about the year 2024 today? What was I going to say about the year 2024? That was going to be a little bit later in the show, actually. What was I? I'm, I'm totally, uh, totally losing my uh, my train of thought with that. Uh... Oh yeah, another thing about the year 2024. A lot of the doomers out there. Now, I am not a doom and gloomer, but there are some numbers that point to the year 2024 in, in terms of Medicare and inflation and the ability to bail out Medicare, uh, which, which lead a lot of people to believe the United States, it will be a lot more noticeable, the inflation by the year 2024. So that having, it, it's going to mean a lot um, because in theory, a lot more people in the year 2024 that aren't hooked on politics uh, we'll notice inflation. And some will just be like, well, we got to elect Kamala Harris or something, and that'll solve our problems, which is completely false. Or they'll be like, what was this Bitcoin halving thing that just happened? They, they're producing less money over there. And over here in the, uh, in the cash world of the United States, in, in the dollar world of the United States, we keep on producing more and more to pay for all these programs that we don't have money for. The unfunded liabilities will be so will be a lot more obvious in 2024 and 
it could really send Bitcoin soaring after the 2024 halving, I think. Uh, but again, I don't wish doom and gloom upon the United States. I don't want there to be some horrible uh, situation where it, the inflation gets way out of hand in 2024. I don't, I don't want that to happen soon. I don't want it to happen ever. Um, but it, it, it very much, a lot of people, a lot of uh, statistics are pointing toward the year 2024 as being that year. And coincidentally, it's the year of a presidential election. So there'll be a lot of blaming there. But this is not about blaming. There'll be all the people blaming. And you will have to think, or people with personal responsibility will have to see through all the blame game, blame it on the Republicans, blame it on the Democrats, or get into Bitcoin with this 2024 halving thing that just happened, or this 2024 halving thing that's about to happen. It should be a very interesting combination in the year 2024 if uh, we do get anywhere close to the uh, some of these financial issues that are predicted for that year. Uh, and uh, Vention said, Bitcoin Meister, that was a scary show. Uh, he's talking about the uh, March 17th, 2017 show when I was in Lisbon, Portugal. And it was scary because um, yeah, Vention had a little bit of a weekend that day and he sold some Bitcoin because of the stuff he heard about the uh, uh, the situation. And a lot of people, a lot of people uh, had panicked, but they learned their lesson since then. Everyone should have learned their lesson since uh that 20 was everyone was scared of King of the Trolls. Everyone thought one man could bring down Bitcoin. And uh, Vinny was saying, oh, he owns Bitcoin.com. That, that's such an important marketing tool. And I was even thinking, I'm like, yeah, that is a pretty important marketing cool tool. And I have learned, I admit that I have learned that um, yeah, that didn't mean anything. So what? King of the Trolls owns Bitcoin, owns Bitcoin.com. He still does. So what? So what? Bitcoin had. Those those forks that we were fearing, and no one knew what a fork was going to be like. Um, all they they became was crypto dividends, was a free free money for the rest of us. So thank you, King of the Trolls. But that yeah, that is that is the most legendary this week in Bitcoin ever. There have been some great arguments on my show before. There have been you know th this past week there was some great stuff about Venezuela. But that March seventeenth show, which just started out as three guys, it was just Benny. It, yeah, it was it started out as me, Benny. Uh, Ansel and Vortex. And then at the end of the, Vinny was watching the show. So I said, come on the show. And he came on the show. So the first hour is three guys. Then Tone and Blake Anderson came on the show too. So it was all of a sudden six guys and me. And then everyone starts asking Vinny all these questions because Vinny had never really appeared on any show before then. And uh, it, it was, <laughs> you'll have to watch it. It was, a, it was quite a, quite an episode. And uh, I was up, I was in Lisbon, Portugal. I think I was up till five in the, five in the morning. And it was cool. After the show, we were all hanging out too. And um, there was some interesting behind the scenes stuff that happened that night that I I, I can't say on, on the air. I, I I sometimes tell people in person when I meet them. So, you know, if you ever, uh, if you ever uh, see me in person, ask me about that show, uh, some of the stuff that went on uh, behind the scenes after the show that night. It's very interesting. All right. So yeah, there's a little bit of inside info for everyone. Uh, Roman says, I can't wait until I can tell my kids what block height number they were born at. Value your time and havings, dude. 210,000 blocks, baby. 210,000 blocks. That's 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 your time period, dude. Um, that is awesome. And uh yeah, it is as simple as that. Oh, that that's that's very thank you, Roman. That's a great uh great comment. Okay, moving on to what we were supposed to talk about tonight. <laughs> Ethereum. Now, this is a little uh a lot of people out on Twitter like to rip on Ethereum. This guy, Spencer Noon, this was retweeted 
by Tordemister, who is no fan of Ethereum. Now, this is, I'm just giving another opinion that's out there. And I'm bringing this up because I've talked about the top tier altcoins before. And let, this tweet implies that Ethereum is the top of the top tier altcoins, that they all try to be the next Ethereum. And I've actually said in the past, Ethereum is probably the next Ethereum. Now, of course, Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Uh, and I've said in the past when I've talked about Dash, there was a time when it was so clear that Dash was trying to be a th trying to be what Ethereum had been the Bitcoin. This like, we're number two, pick us, we're the next Bitcoin. And so like Dash was trying to be the third version of that, but they couldn't pull that off at that time. Maybe they will be one day. That's not the point. This thread, this is a pro-Ethereum thread for those of you who don't like it. And again, I'm just giving a different opinion. Uh, and because there are, there are going to be top tier altcoins. It's sold on Ethereum is on all the darn exchanges out there. And Spencer says in, uh, in conclusion, Ethereum fundamentals are the strongest they've been in years. I suspect Ethereum will start to differentiate itself from the pack, uh, with performance as investors finally wake up to this. So there, that's just a little preview for all you altcoin freaks. Don't be an altcoin freak, but Ethereum might be pumping soon, even though, I mean, there's just all this. You know, going to proof of stake. This is what this is what the the people want. Their corporate uh, Bitcoin. They want something that's that's run that way. They they've always wanted this. Uh, they they want the next Bitcoin. They, I mean, there definitely was a time when Ethereum was really pumping. That I mean, I mean, there the line out there almost was like this is the next Bitcoin. So we could see that. I mean, everything's cyclical. So why not Ethereum take that? Uh, Take reign of that again, like it, it did in the past. Take hold of that again and just go with that. And it's not true, but go with that statement. We're the next uh, Bitcoin. Just because I say Bitcoin is, not, not, is, is the next Bitcoin doesn't mean that the 80 percenters are going to believe me. They should, but they won't. They'll want something else to be the next Bitcoin. And instead of going with all these fifth tier, sixth tier things, why not just uh, pick the most obvious one, the top of the top tier altcoins to try to... Uh, uh, spread that a uh, little falsehood with. It's not true, but hey, people can do what they're going to do. This is where the big boys play. And so there are some Ethereum fans uh, showing up again. This Spencer dude is clearly one of them. And I give Tor all the credit in the world for retweeting that because he doesn't like Ethereum at all, but he gave a counter opinion. And that's why Tor Demeester's got a good uh, Twitter uh, thread. So Twitter uh, feed. So follow him and pound that like button, bang that bell button to get reminders when we go live. Bitcoin Meister, do you think we will ever, and this is from 123, no scope, do you think we will ever know the true amount of Bitcoin in circulation, know the exact amount of lost coins out there? No, not the exact amount. No, no. Is it, there are going to be some people that keep it, there are going to be some people who bought Bitcoin when they were 25 years old and did it secretly and and you, and then they don't move it for a really long, or they, they're going to save some for a long period of time. And you're not going to know if people are dead. So you're not going to know what's lost. And I think we'll get a really good, not the true exact amount. We'll get a good estimate. We'll get, but never the exact amount. Never, never the exact amount. Because there's some people who could just pass it on to a relative. And so it doesn't move. They just get the, then they never move it. So it's still, it's, it's sort of, they just, I mean, there could be like millionaire people who are 
super rich already who bought it, who just will never, ever move it, who will just keep it as gold and will never move it, will keep on passing it on from generation to generation. And they might attain wealth by other other ways and, and might be like billionaires in terms of the fiat value forever and ever. So they never have to move their Bitcoin. And thus you'll never really know who, who those people are. You'll think, oh, well, that, that Bitcoin's held by a dead person. So it's obviously not in circulation, but it's not really held by a dead person. It's just held by some billionaire family that just keeps passing on their digital gold from generation to generation to generation. All right. Um, so we did the Ethereum. And we're not going to talk about the fiat freaks. Somebody, uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, a lot of people out there still going wide. Well, no, I'll talk about that tomorrow. Matt, what's this guy here? Bitcoin reached $100 billion plus in market cap with horrible user experience. Just imagine what happens when it is as easy to use as dollars. And Pomp said that. But that's similar to what Zach Vol said on my show. Hey, I got it. Whoever said it, I agree with it. Bitcoin, uh, the user experience is pretty horrible still. And it's worth $100 billion in market capitalization. Um, imagine when it's uh, when it's easy to use. So I, we've said that before on the show, but some of you might have missed it. It's, it's a great reminder right there. And we talked about 2024 and 2025. And finally, someone asked, you know, yesterday in the Q&A or two days ago in the Q&A, someone asked me about, uh, you know, when I started buying a lot of Bitcoin. And I mentioned Vinny Lingham's 2016 article. Uh, how it was pretty inspirational for me. And so I actually linked to it below in this video so you guys can review it. It's called uh, Bitcoin 2016, There Has Been an Awakening. And he was right. There definitely was an awakening in 2016. That was uh, that we had been through a bear market, supposedly, in terms of fiat for all you fiat freaks. And 2016 is when everything started waking up. And he wrote a very good article then that was very inspirational. And, you know, although Vin Vinny is, I don't agree with him on everything, I. I thank Hashem that that article was that I got a hold of that article because it it really kind of it took me to the next level in terms of stockpiling Bitcoin and uh, changed uh, the the history of the rest of my life uh, in, in such a in such an amazingly positive way. So uh, you guys can read that article; it's linked to below. Finally, one question from uh, one two three no scope. One final question: Not being a fiat freak. Uh, but I would love to know when you think the market cap of Bitcoin surpasses the market cap of gold. I think 2025 is pretty reasonable. You know what? That is a really good question. And I care so little about gold that I leave that to others to decide. People have sent that out. I don't even know what uh, the market cap of gold is now. Uh, so you'd have to, it'd be better if you said what that market cap was. And then I could say, well, I think, uh, if you just gave me the number, what it's worth, I can make a prediction. I don't know what the number. I really don't care about gold at all. I, I'm so sure that gold is just a relic that I don't care about it. But I think psychologically for the golden holders, it'll be a big wake up call. I think it'll be a big wake up. I think it'll be a big wake up call for, for quite a lot of people that we've, we've really entered this uber 
uh, digital age where gold is is not what it used to be. Um, but and uh, Gagan Singh, Gagan Singh says, "Do you see seventy to eighty percent Bitcoin dominance for the next bull run?" No, I I don't know. I don't. I won't get up to eighty again. I don't think. There was a time when I did think that, but I, I have changed my I've changed my mind about that. I've changed my mind about that. Um, nah, I, I I don't think it matters. I think they're just coming. I think the next bull run, they'll start making all these more and more coins. Will just be added the coin market cap, so it'll be harder to have a higher dominance. Um, and you just buy Bitcoin says seventy percent dominance would be wonderful again. I, it's all it's all fake that there's no, half those numbers are fake on there. It's, it's it's nothing to worry about. And um I think a lot again, that whole thing I just said about Ethereum, you can see people are just waiting to jump in to say, well, Bitcoin's going up, my coin's going up too, and my coin is better. For a short period of time, some coins will go up in terms of Bitcoin quite quite a bit. But in the long run, Bitcoin wins. You and you don't know which altcoin. Is going to go up faster than Bitcoin, and you don't know when to buy it, when to dump it. It's it's just it's just gambling. Uh, and uh, yes, one two three no scope says eight trillion dollars, eight trillion market cap for uh, for gold. Oh my god! Wow! Wow! Now I'm not going to make a prediction when that's going to happen uh, <laughs> because I, I know I, I I like to be conservative. I like to be conservative. I mean, we're talking um, if if Bitcoin gets to a trillion in market cap, that means one Bitcoin is worth fifty thousand dollars. Okay, so <laughs> or worth fifty eight thousand dollars, and that is just amazing to me. That is just amazing to me. Um, and there are a lot of people that that think that can happen after uh, 2021, you know, 2021. So I see why you say it can happen after 2025. I mean, I see your logic. I see the logic in seeing why it can happen after after the 2024 halving. It's lo it's logical. It's based on reason. It's based on it's based on logic. You know, but just based on the way Bitcoin has grown. From you know, after it exploded after the in the year 2017 because of 2016 having that'll explode in a sim similar way, but like 10x uh, in uh, 2021, and then the same thing again to be repeat. It's just so surreal to me when you put it in those terms. I, I mean, I just I like to be conservative. I, I I mean, a lot of people's lives. I mean, if Bitcoin is really worth fifty fifty eight thousand dollars. On November the tenth, twenty uh, twenty one, um, man, I, yeah, I, I probably should. <laughs> life will be a lot different for me. Uh, for for a lot of people, it'll be unbelievable. All right, dude. So I, I mean, it's just like I just try to keep everyone's expectation lows. I don't like saying these huge numbers. I I'm not that kind of guy. I like to take it one one day at a time. But at the same time, I'm the guy who says in the long term, everything's going to be awesome. So yeah, long term is 2025 is long term is 2021, you know, compared to the year 2016 when we were we were first talking about it. So all right, that's it. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, this Rob Meister. But yeah, what that's like wouldn't uh, 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 there's a logical reason why it would surpass gold after uh 2025, after 2024. Yeah, that's I, I could I could see it, but I mean, wow, that would be amazing. That would be yeah, that 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 would 
Bitcoin would be worth, uh, again, $500,000 then, one Bitcoin? I mean, God, that's, wow. That's just, wow, man. That's, I mean, people, if Bitcoin is worth $500,000 in 2025 and we still have YouTube and somebody finds my video from 2015 saying, hey, everybody, you better spend $4,000 and buy yourself 10 Bitcoin. I hope the video gets some more hits because of that, at least uh, in the year 2025. All right, pound that like button. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, and this Meister. Remember, it's law. It's all about long-term thinking and deferral gratification, people. There, and that's that's the payoff for the the, the deferral gratification when when Bitcoin surpasses gold. Okay, in in, in market cap. There you go. That, there's your payoff. Pound that like button. Bang that bell button. I'll say hi, everyone. Thanks for the questions. It was a fun show tonight. I'll. Uh, I will say hi to everybody in the uh, chat right now. Bye.